Hey there, this is Matt April, and welcome back to another episode of the Bent on Better podcast, where better means becoming the best you in health, fitness, and overall wellness. This is the show where we use real-life stories and tips to help you learn and improve to make sure you're always getting better. In this episode, I chat with Tori Levine of Babies at the Bar. So in this bar chat, (laughs) you will learn all about the various health benefits of doing bar exercises, especially for new and expecting moms. How to get back into your pre-pregnancy shape and the importance of flexibility and core training for pre and post pregnancy, as well as some other great tips for posture. All right, let's get to it. Tori, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. (laughs) I'm excited to have you here today. Tori, before we get into our show, can you just quickly introduce yourself, um, who you are, what you do, and, and then we can talk about what you are now starting and growing into something that's super exciting. Yeah, I'm so excited and nervous at the same time (laughs) to be talking with you. Um, I grew up as like a ballet dancer. I went to college um, and was like pre-professional, like on the professional edge of that um, until I had my second hip surgery. So that kind of ended that. And I took a long break from dance. Um... And I was always into like physical therapy just because I've been to physical therapy so many times Um, and like the physical fitness, that type of thing. And like I said, I took a break. I then went, I got my degree in psychology, worked in that field, got my master's in criminal justice, worked in that field. Um, And then... In 2014, had my son, and my life absolutely changed and is amazing. Um, and from that, I was looking for something because, like, well, you know, my husband, he works full time and then is in law school at night. So he was, he's never home <laughs> and has a crazy schedule. And then my schedule at my last job, I would, Like I always say, I would go in at 8 o'clock in the morning and then I would find out that I would have to go see a certain number of clients like that day or within the next couple days. So I would go in and think I would be coming home at like 4 o'clock but then end up not getting home until like 8 or 9. So with a baby and with a husband who is not home, that doesn't work. So I decided to stay home. And, um, I have wanted to pursue my Pilates certification for a while and I actually was going to start that. Um, but then it coincided with when I got pregnant. So I put that off until now and I'm undergoing my Pilates certification and training. And, um, I was looking to try to get back into, get out, get exercising, get back into the studio to teach some, Um, so I took a bar certification class, um, and it was right up my alley. I basically didn't really need a bar certification since I had all my, um, ballet background. Um, but it was just kind of like, because bar, like the exercise bar is, it's different. It's not like a pure ballet class. Um, it just kind of gave me some ideas, um, just like a foundation. And then what came from that is my my son was still really young and I was still like freaking out about leaving him. (laughs) 
And um, I said, well, sure, I'd love to teach classes, but I'm going to have a baby strapped to me in a carrier. So the owner of where I'm taking my Pilates certification at Absolute Pilates, Allison, she's wonderful. She was like, well, how about you teach like a mommy and me class? So I started teaching mommy and me bar classes where mom brings baby along in a baby carrier. Um, And then there was interest in me teaching elsewhere. So from that, my company, Babies at the Bar, was born. And it has been wonderful and amazing since then. (laughs) So I don't know. Is that a good – that was a very long – No, that was fantastic. You (laughs) you brought us from the beginning to where you are now, which is great. And I think a lot of people who come on my show – tend to struggle with that because they're not sure how to introduce themselves. So you did a great job. And I think that um, that's a great way to segue um, how we can kind of make our discussion today all about the benefits of going to the bar, um, the the bar, B-A-R-R-E, going yeah. to the bar <laughs> as a new mom or as even um, a, a woman who's pregnant and expecting just the importance and, and the health benefits of going through it. So Tori, I mean, what what are some things that you experienced being um, previously, of course, a ballet dancer, but then going into the bar and working out with with little Ruben on on your on what is it, on your strap? Did you wear you wore him on uh, like yeah, straps? like in a baby carrier in the front? I wear him, so got it. That's why I say strapped on. <laughs> like, got, right. Okay. So attached. So I mean, and that makes so much sense now. I mean, babies at the bar, you guys are doing all of your workouts that you would otherwise, but you get to enjoy and spend that time with and and kind of bond with your baby. And I think that there's a lot of uh, power in that. So what are some what are some things that you've experienced and maybe some other women in your class have experienced from coming to babies at the bar? Um, so I think with all like new businesses, new exercise, people who teach even exercise, um, kind of like your methodology changes and adapts to what things are going on. So, um, I started it more as like, a doing some of the bar exercises, which are like up and down repetitive, small movements. But then I threw in like ballet stuff, like tendus, like different rond de jambes, like all these things that a normal, you know, everyday person coming off the street wouldn't necessarily know and not necessarily even know how to do it properly so that they would get like the right muscles engaged. So from that, um, I actually just got my certification as a prenatal postnatal exercise specialist, something along those lines. (laughs) Don't quote me exactly on what it's called, (laughs) but learning about, you know, anatomy and everything, all the, I've always known like, you know, the transverse abdominals are very important. Um, but all the muscles of like the pelvic floor and everything that pregnancy and childbirth and everything I'll say wreaks havoc on, even though it's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Um, those things get weakened and mom has to strengthen them again. And people will want to get back to exercising and like, you know, getting back your pre-pregnancy shape. That's, that's like what everybody's into. But it's important to realize that these like very small exercises can be done 
a lot of the times anywhere. So we start doing them in class. Um, and then you can go out and do them elsewhere. What I think is really important, and I remember reading the like the gradual growth of the baby kind of alters the posture of the pregnant woman. So it makes yeah. flexibility and core training very, very important. So I can yeah. completely relate and I and I get it what you're saying. Like the movements you're doing, uh, working on improving the strength of like the pelvic floor musculature, that's important. That those kind of movements are what what so many people, um, new excuse me, new moms and um moms moms in training to be moms or new moms need to really focus on. I think that's what's so important and great about what you're doing. Thank you. So, all right, let me see if I can get myself full circle. Sure. <laughs> um, so basically it evolved into like really wanting to focus on strengthening like the abs um, and like the transverse abdominals, the corset muscles, the pelvic floor. Um, so that's what I really focus on. And then also like bonding with baby and um, doing like little fun exercises with baby just so mom can get some of her strength back. And then this kind of is a prep for when they want to later um, go and, you know, start running, start weightlifting, those things. Because, I mean, no matter where you are, pregnant or not, this happens with guys too. You know, like you have to have those strong muscles and um, – have them develop because then it gives you proper form. If you're going to lift something like moms and dads, if you're going to be lifting up baby and putting them down all the time and you're not holding your muscles properly, you can hurt your back, you can hurt your neck, you can hurt lots of stuff. Um, so that's what I try to prep and then remind moms to work on while they're out of class. And then you mentioned a good thing about just growth of baby and then also post baby, um, I focus on, you know, saying that your neck, your shoulders get um, all out of whack, especially nursing, bottle feeding, holding a newborn. Um, and then even as they grow older, like into toddlerhood, when you're, you know, constantly picking up, putting down a baby, putting um, on your hip, and you maybe keep baby on the left side and you really should alternate because I do that all the time. Um, so your posture gets changed. So then I work on that um, and getting rid of lordosis. That's like a very common thing that develops during pregnancy. Um, work on strengthening your muscles, working even like keeping your shoulders down and back, getting your neck back into proper alignment. Um, that's my focus. That's what I have seen improvement on, especially when I teach class. And then I can like remind myself when I'm just running around home, like you need to keep your belly button into your spine. You need to keep your shoulders down and back and engaged when you're holding the baby um, and keep your, um, I already said belly button to your spine. So you're not like sinking into your lower back. Um, I think because for me, that's a big thing just because I've had a lot of lower back injuries. And so that's, important. I don't know. Yeah, no, no absolutely. And, <laughs> Sorry, and you made a really good. good point. I mean, you, you're, you're doing so well. And, and the point you made about, um, like when the baby starts to move and starts to get mobile, like that's when you really need to realize how important your physical fitness is. Like the, it's a priority Like you need right. to make sure you are in a good physical condition 
because when that baby starts moving, you have to be agile, quick to catch them, move around, do whatever you have to do with a with a newborn or toddler or whatever the age that they start moving around so much. Like that's what you have to be ready for. You have to be prepared. So I think um, some of the movements that you do in your class maybe you could share with my listeners um, in simple terms of what to do um, maybe for people who are listening who are expecting mothers or people who just have had babies. Um, What are some of the basic movements that we could do at home or they could do at home that could really help strengthen those muscles that we just briefly mentioned? Okay. Yes. I would love to. Um, and then just kind of like remind me to come back to that, but I'm going to say something off of your point Mm -hmm. that you just made, um, with just the importance of exercising, you know, everyone talks about the post baby blues and postpartum depression, um, or they don't talk about it and they should, but it's very common. Um, and as you know, just for anyone in general exercising, and just getting the body moving helps with your mood. Um, so I say that's even like another benefit. Um, and then so some of the exercises that I actually have um, right now a pregnant woman who was coming to my last class. So we kind of modified things for her. Um And yeah, hopefully like friends will listen to this because I have lots of friends right now who are pregnant. Um And so what you can do and this, you like everyone learns in, if they go to childbirth class or if they read any of those, what are they called? What to expect when you're expecting type things or any prenatal, um, exercise DVDs and books is the, uh, wonderful like Kegel exercises. So you, I think it's easiest if you're laying down on the floor and for pregnant women, you know, depending on how far along you are on your back, um, you're, you should or should not be on your back for long. But just laying down with your knees um, up to the ceiling, feet on the floor, and you basically just feel like you are taking a deep breath in and sucking in and pulling, like lifting your pelvic floor up to your belly button. And what I say in my class is lifting your pelvic floor up and trying to pull your belly button into your spine and you want those two to like meet, like you have your imagery and you're like, they're kind of like meeting in a T like by your belly. And you can just hold that for like five seconds and then release it. And there's lots of different ways to do it. They say like doing like an elevator, like breathing in and slowly breathing out. Sometimes you do like pulses, like hold your muscles, tighten your muscles together, pulse, pulse, pulse. Um, other times you just kind of like hold it for as long as you can and release it. So that's one of the really big things that helps strengthen those inner lower abdominals, um, which also as like a key thing, I actually just met, um, a physical therapist the other day who was 38 weeks pregnant and she was very small and I was very small. Everyone was like pregnant women would hear this, you know, people will say, Oh, you're so big. Oh, you're so small. And you take that and you don't listen to the doctor and you're like, Oh my God, what's wrong with my baby? Mm -hmm. Um, that is all dependent upon the person upon their body. A lot of it is with your abdominal structure. Somebody can be super strong, have like a huge six pack and they can look like they have a pumpkin on the front of them just because maybe their abdominals are stronger than their 
internal like transverse abdominals. So for me, from being a dancer and basically always using those muscles, they were very strong. So that kind of held things together and in more than somebody who didn't have, you know, 18 years of dancing. Mm. Um, and the, actually, so the physical therapist that I met, she was like, yeah, I have like crazy strong transverse abdominals and everybody's like, oh my gosh. And she's like, yeah, I'll teach you how to do these right exercises so you can look like me. So yeah, that was my side story. Then with some of the things for the back that I say and your neck, because a lot of the times due to the change of mom's body during pregnancy and then holding baby, um, and this is a huge thing that I've noticed and I'm still working on, my neck juts out to the front and like I hunch my shoulders over. Um, So that causes a lot of neck pain and rocking the baby to sleep, holding him all the time, um, that just keeps those muscles like weakened. So one thing, and somebody taught me this as a funny way to think about what you're doing, is you kind of like put your hand on your chin and you pull your chin back so you have like as many chins as you possibly could, um, which I know is not what you want, but (laughs) it's not something you want to do like out in public when you're trying to impress somebody. (laughs) So somebody calls it the ugly man kiss. Like pretend somebody that you are not at all interested in is trying to kiss you and you're like, oh, get away from me. (laughs) So you're kind of doing that and you just kind of hold that back for 10 seconds and then you release it. And I do it all the time in the car just because then I notice like if I'm out, like I did it yesterday, I was out, I had um, Ruben in the carrier and I noticed that I was like jutting my head forward and then of course my neck hurts. So I get him into the car and I'm driving home and I'm like trying to do this just to stretch and it strengthens the, I believe it strengthens the muscles in front of your neck and then releases the ones that are in the back that are really tight from holding baby, you know, how the spine changes and stuff during pregnancy. Um, And then the one other thing that I try to focus on for posture is um, basically pulling your shoulders down and back with your shoulder blades and keeping your ribs engaged. Um, And a way to kind of do that is if you're sitting or standing, um, like you pull your shoulders back and you, you notice if your ribs stick out. What I want you to do is try and feel like you're knitting your ribs together um, in a corset, just like lacing them together and holding them there. So it's, you'll be engaging your the top of your abs. Um, and then at the same time, just trying to feel like you're rotating your shoulders and shoulder blades and just squeezing them like you have a tennis ball between your shoulder blades and you're squeezing it and you have to hold it there. And then you release and then you squeeze it and release, um, for a number of times. And that kind of helps strengthen those muscles that hold your shoulders back properly instead of hunching them over. Um, and then another way to do that is like the goalpost arms. So you can just stand or sit, sit up straight, um, and put your arms out like you're a football goalpost. And then you just kind of pulse them to the back, um, like an inch. Again, trying to remember to keep your abs knit or sorry, your rib cage knit together so you're not like popping like 
what is it like the pop and lock thing at the dance club? Like (laughs) you're not like doing that. (laughs) Um, and then you can, to make it a little bit more difficult, you can just lean forward slightly, keeping your back straight. So you have a little bit of weight that you're putting, um, some resistance against and doing the goalpost arm pulses back. Another good one too, for the lower transverse abdominals is to, it's, I call it like the club move, but not the club move. So you stand like with your legs, hip width apart and you bend slightly. And then you want to basically do a teeny tiny little crunch. And so you're basically moving your pelvis forward, like an inch, if that, and you're not doing it from moving your hips. You're basically doing it, squeezing your abs together and pulling your belly button into your spine as far and tight as you can. And that will just tilt your pelvis forward. And then you just release it and you do that. And I, I do probably like, I'd say like 30 of them. And then we do just kind of like circles with our hips, keeping your belly button engaged. Um, and you can just do a small little circle to the right, small little circles to the left, like 10 each side. And um, that's why I call it the club move because, you know, people like what – what is that? I've, I haven't been to like a dance club in, I don't know how many years. I'm <laughs> not a, not a what, current what club goer. I, the, I have no idea. The, I would call the dweeb. Like you'd move around. I have no idea. The booty, like you're like twerking. <laughs> That's it. Oh, and, oh yeah. Like you're not like doing that. Like the booty in the air twerking. You're, it's a very small movement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. No, I'm, I tore. I'm I love like doing the tips. these things. This is. I'm really glad that it's not being recorded, like video recorded. <laughs> like I have to do things when I'm saying that. I'm over here doing it myself, so that's okay. that's okay. Yes. I'm, I'm listening to your instructions and I'm I'm doing it myself, and I'm just uh, making sure that it's easy for me to understand and easy for my listeners to understand. And you did a great job. That, okay. That thank you. <laughs> okay. So with postpartum and after pregnancy. When you're in the stage, like when you have your newborn, um, I think it's really important for women to un- to realize and understand that, of course, this is all um, general information, and this is not to be taken over any um, doctor's advice. But I think it is general to say that um, you want to wait a, a, like a, a good month to a month and a half before you get into any sort of exercise, because I'm sure a lot of women, especially those fitness, those everyday athletes, fitness people who who are really into um, working out and work out all the way up until um, month nine, and 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 then decide that it, okay, it's time to have a baby, that they want to get back into it, and I'm sure that. Um, the urge is real and you want to get back to it, but you have to remember that you have to care for your body. You have to listen to your body and listen to your doctor and make sure that, um, you have it planned out and you're paying attention. So between the time of when you have your baby and when you get back into the gym or, uh, the bar that you are doing these sorts of exercises to strengthen those areas that have been weakened over the months of pregnancy and, uh, and just make sure that you are, physically ready. Um, one of my favorite things to do for anyone, um, I call it my, like the act of rest. And, uh, I highly recommend that you get a foam roller and just work on those problematic areas. If you feel like you're tight or tense or your neck is going forward, maybe that means you have a a tight chest because you're constantly, um, hunched over and your pelvic's 
pushed back a little. If right. you roll out your chest and your shoulders um, because those muscles are getting tight, that you're actually going to help with the back problems and the neck problems. And then the same thing goes with rolling out your, your back and your neck and just paying attention to those problematic areas and listen to your body and give it that tender love and care that it deserves. I mean, treat yourself to a massage. You deserve it. Just go for it. Um, yeah. So that's – and if that's a massage is not in your budget, then a great way to do it at home is with a foam roller. Yes. And so let me kind of go off of that again. I'll go on a tangent about of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> pregnancy, exercising, body image, blah, blah, blah. So um, you kind of said, you know, if people are really like gung-ho wanting to get right back into the workout. Um, and I've seen it. Um, if your listeners are in any – are moms-to-be, new moms, and they're in any of like the Facebook groups there – for I don't know how many months, probably the like the fourth trimester, if not longer, Facebook groups were my everything because anytime Ruben was up and it was the middle of the night, that's what kept me up and I could read. And if I had questions and I didn't know who to ask, you know, somebody else has the same question and they've asked it. You know, there's breastfeeding groups, there's baby wearing groups, there's just general new mom groups. Um, and I'm going to give a shout out to the Pinnacle Health New Moms group. That was the most amazing thing. So I would say to listeners, research all the new moms groups that are in your area um, and make it a point to go to them. And if you have questions about breastfeeding, that type of stuff, research that. Make it a point to go to a class um, or the, a free meeting. Um, they are amazing. But without those moms and just their knowledge from from being in the trenches as people say like I wouldn't have known just regular new moms networks you meet so many new moms who are going through the same thing you can bond over that I'll say like I was not an outgoing person at all and Isaac tells me all the time how big of a difference he's seen in me and how like happy and everything um I am and outgoing I am since I've had Ruben because I will I will just walk up to people in the grocery store. If I see someone with a little baby, I'm like, oh my gosh, do you know about this new mom's network? It is amazing. It is what got me out. It's what got me to where I am because I got so many resources, met so many wonderful people, made so many friends. So again, that's my push. Find, research these things. I didn't know they existed, but now there's people who are pregnant in these groups asking questions. I wish I had known that then. So that's my side story, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. That was great. And you know, I think it's a great way to start to wrap up our chat here because we are coming to that 30 minute mark. But Tori, first of all, you made a really good point that I think a lot of people need to realize that your classes at Baby at the Bar are not just for the people who are trying to get back into shape, who are trying to improve their overall musculature and 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 work on what th the things that have been problematic, the things that became problematic during pregnancy, but your classes are for moms to network, to see other moms, to learn from other moms, to make new friends, to learn some new things because most likely if you're going through something, there is someone else who's going through that same thing or maybe has gone through it. So going to classes like yours at Babies at the Bar are things that are going to really help the overall um, outcome of, of all 
experiences for new mothers and mothers to be. Yes. Yeah. I love to have like to provide a space where, where new moms can talk and I, I don't care if people talk during class. I wish I would have, um, be able to do like an hour and a half class even so that we could have like circle time at the end. So moms can chat, but of course they can chat afterwards. If um, And then also connect, get, you know, score new mom digits and everything. <laughs> nice. Um, so so Tori, what would be yeah. the best way for, what would be the best way for people to connect with you to score some digits with, with a mom, uh, <laughs> babies at the bar? Um, so my website is babies at the bar. B-A-R-R-E dot com. I have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, which for me being the technology, like terrible person that I am is pretty amazing. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to work on out. that. Then. So it's facebook.com backslash baby wearing bar again, B-A-R-R-E and Instagram. I'm it's babies at the bar. Um, and if you're interested in class, there's contact information. You can contact me on Facebook through messaging or, um, on my website through email. Um, also I'm so excited. I'm doing a teacher training coming up and getting licensing out. So, because there's been so much interest, but I can only do so much in like a smaller area. So there's going to be some more classes in Lancaster and down in the York area. Um, once these two are trained, um, and then I have like super exciting news, which I wish I could share, but I'm not allowed to share until after January. (laughs) I know. I love I loved our chat today. I think it was very informative. I think a lot of my listeners, um, even if they're not moms, even if they're not expecting moms, I think there's a lot of great takeaways for uh, future moms as well as just people who want to improve their overall um, posture. I mean, these the tips that we gave are for anyone in general. Um, maybe not not so much the the Kegel exercises, but you can still improve your posture by doing those simple movements that we shared in this episode. So, Tori, thanks again for joining us today and for helping us get just a little better. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> just like to thank Tori of Babies at the Bar again for joining me today on this Bent on Better podcast. To learn more about Babies at the Bar and the health benefits of bar exercises, you can visit bentonbetter.com to see the list of resources mentioned in this show. Remember, these tips are provided for your information and not intended as medical advice. Please work with your healthcare professional to determine what's right for you. Just remember that eating right and bar exercises start with you. Until next time, this has been Matt April. I'll catch you later.